1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God, and it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am, seated right now in Christ Jesus, in the heavenly realms, in the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine, and I can do what the Word of God says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert, my spirit is receptive, as I'm taught the Word of God, my life has changed for the better, and I will never be the same again. Amen. Give five people a high five, and then you may be seated this morning. So today we're wrapping up this series, Four Things We Must Confess, and it's based on the confession of faith we just made. We must learn to discipline our mouths and confess who we are in Christ, where we are in Christ, what we possess in Christ, and what we can do in Christ. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So the default of most people is to speak death over their life. We have to turn that thing over, and we have to discipline ourselves to speak life over our life. You are right now, sitting here this morning, the sum total of everything you have said and the sum total of everything you have done heretofore in your life. So if you don't like the result, you have to change. You gotta change what you've been doing, you gotta change what you've been saying. I would, I would go a step further and say, if you like the result, then you gotta mash the accelerator and do more of what you've been doing and do, more, and, and do more saying of what you've been saying. If you want to change your life, if you want to have a different result, you have to change what you've been saying. You've got to change what you've been doing. God's Word, believing in your, in your heart, spoken out of your mouth, and taking action upon in your daily life will change your life for the better. It is taking God at His Word, and it is acting on God's Word that changes our lives. God's power is in God's Word. God actually is his word. We used to say, this is old school. You don't hear this much anymore. A man is no better than his word. Well, what we were really saying back in the days when when that was uttered around America was a man is his word. A man's word is, is that man. Well, that's true of God. God is his word. And the word of God is God. Now, once you cross that bridge, it makes everything in life easier. It is taking God at his word that changes our lives for the better. So these four things, who you are in Christ, where you are in Christ, what you possess in Christ, and what you can do in Christ. And we're wrapping up the fourth point, 
The fourth thing we must confess is what we can do in Christ. What can we do in Christ? Well, first, we are enabled to do all things through Christ. Say it out loud. I am enabled to do all things through Christ. We get that out of Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say it again. I am enabled to do all things through Christ. And then Jesus said, Mark 9.23, all things are possible to him who believes. Say it out loud. All things are possible for me because I believe. Dad Hagen used to have us rehearse this. Thank you, Father God. I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. Say it out loud. Thank you, Father God. I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. What can we do in Christ? Second, we are victorious through Christ. Now, you may not look victorious, but as far as God sees you, the way God sees you, God sees you as victorious because his son paid the price for you to be victorious. Now, if you haven't been, if you have not been living it out, well, then that's on you. I said Wednesday night that we have to play our part. It's like we're, we're on a stage play, and this is the final act of the last play, and we have a part to play. Well, you got to play your part. My part is crazy minister. So I'm playing my part. But you got to play your part. I mean, if you're a real estate salesman, do you go out in the morning as a successful real estate salesman, or do you go out as a... You know, ne'er-do-well, can't sell nothing to nobody, real estate salesman. You got to play your part. Amen. Because ain't nobody going to do it for you. Have you figured it out, people? Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Amen. Say it out loud. I'm victorious through Christ. So not only are we enabled to do all things through Christ who strengthens us, we are also made victorious through Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Say it out loud. I'm victorious through Christ. Tell your neighbor, you have the victory. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you have the victory. 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. Say it out loud. He always leads me in triumphal procession in Christ. What can we do in Christ? Third, we are overcomers through Christ. Say it out loud. I'm an overcomer through Christ. Our faith is the faith that overcomes the world. 1 John 5, 4, everyone born of God overcomes the world. Everyone born of God. Everyone, everyone born of God overcomes the world. How many does everyone leave out? Nobody. Say it out loud. I'm an overcomer through Christ. Jesus said in John 16, 33, The alarm is not set. So I'm going to turn this off, and then what I want you to do is I want you to go up and put it in a bucket of water. (laughs) And that'll fix it. (laughs) The guys upstairs will edit out my faux pas. (laughs) It was not set. Do you believe me? If it was a person, I could cast the devil out of it. But it's, (laughs) Jesus said 
In John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you, you may have peace. Oh, how much is that worth in 2020 and 2021? Talk to me, people. How much is that worth in 2020? Peace. Because, I mean, they're, they're driving people literally. It's sad. Did you know, did you know there were more teenage suicides in the United States of America in January of 2021 than in all of 2019. That's what they have done. That's what they have done. That's what they have done. I told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. How many of you have discovered that to be true? In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. This is Jesus talking to you this morning. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Paul said in Romans 12, 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The apostle John said in 1 John 2, 13 and 14, I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, dear children, because you have known the father. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God lives in you and you have overcome the evil one. Say it out loud. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Say it again. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Say it out loud. I have overcome the evil one and I have overcome the world. I have overcome... I'm an overcomer through the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're not weak. We're strong in the Lord. Don't, don't be out here confessing you, do, you don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You know? Don't be confessing you're old. Don't be confessing you're tired. And whatever you do, do not ever confess you're confused. You know, when I feel confused, I just tell Sue, I need a nap. But I don't be talking about how you're confused. Amen. You know, I just need some downtime. And I know I look good, but I'm telling you, I just need a little more downtime than I used to. Amen. Amen. So, you know, but don't, don't say it. Amen. You may feel like, like I did. Man, I wanted to take that phone and throw it, man, as far as I You just have to keep yourself under control. Tell your neighbor, be cool. Be cool. You got to do it with a hand motion. Be cool. Be cool. Amen. <laughs> because you're an overcomer. Amen. And all this stuff, all this noise, all of this agenda, all of the news, all of it is a distraction. Because if you have, no, if you have not noticed, the people of God have gotten off course the last 19 months you turn on Christian TV and it's, it's just Trumpolatry or it's purple-haired prophetesses or it's, it's whatever, but nobody is winning people to Jesus. Nobody's casting out devils. Nobody's laying hands on the sick. In other words, everybody's like off the reservation. The people of God got off script. A lot of them were never on script. But a lot of them have gotten off script. 
And here at Faith Christian Center, we're just doing what we've, man, we're just winning the lost, casting out devils, healing the sick, amen, just doing what we've been doing, amen. Because we're overcomers. And we are not alarmed at what the world's got going on. Yeah, but pastor, it's never been this bad. Well, what did you expect? You got a book of Revelation in your Bible. I mean, Paul said, right, you read it your whole life. Maybe that's the problem. There will be terrible times in the last day. What did you expect? We're there. This is it. It's like neon billboards in Times Squares. This is it. Don't mess around. This is it. Amen. 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 So focus. Look to God as your source. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout out loud, I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. Or like Dr. King used to say, I shall not be overcome. Yeah, but not just by, well, by the world, by sickness. Amen. And if you get sick, come through it. Be an overcomer. Amen. Amen. And listen, be smart about it. We're, we're not MDs. We're, this is not a medical clinic, but you got to be smart about it. A man sat in my office this week, told me that, uh, you know, he had these symptoms. And so, you know, you got to be smart about this stuff because you, you, can't go to these, you can't go to these doctors that are following the script. And so, you know, he went online and he found one of these frontline doctors and he picked one in Glen Rose and he connected to the guy and the guy wrote a prescription for him. And, you know, two days later, he's through it. Amen. It's criminal what they've done because this is completely treatable. But what they tell people is, wait until you can't stand it, go to the hospital, and then they put people on an intubator and that's, that's a death sentence. But this is completely treatable. Now, now, like the flu, like the flu, now, now, I didn't mean to get into these waters, but it is more deadly the older you get. So like the flu, if a 15-year-old if a catches the flu, that's one thing. But if an 85-year-old catches the flu, that's a different situation. And since I'm, I'm out here where angels fear to tread. <laughs> Get the weight off. Amen. You know, take your vitamin D, get outside, extra, actually just do the opposite of everything they're saying. Because the average American gained something like 25 pounds in these 19 months because they said, hide in your mommy's basement, don't go outside. So whatever they're telling you to do, do the opposite. They say, don't go outside, go outside. Do you understand? Because it's an agenda. They're running an agenda. They're running an agenda. They're running an agenda. It's Satan, and he's running an agenda. But I have come down to this house today to proclaim to you that the world is not in charge, and, and these bureaucrats are not in charge, and, and Washington is not in charge, and the Lord our God is still King of kings and Lord of lords, and he's coming for his church. So we got to walk the walk and talk the talk, and we got to overcome and live our lives like he called us and instructed us to live our lives. Amen? Amen. And we can do that. You know why? Because we're not afraid. Say it out loud. We're not afraid. So my point is you got to think. You know, even if you get some symptoms, man, you can't hunker down and, you know, uh, go into neutral. You got to think. 
Amen. You got to take action. Have you ever heard that here before? Say it out loud three times. Take action. Take action. You got to take action. You know, this week I just was feeling a little rundown or whatever. And so, I, you know, my wife, man, she's preaching all the time. You think I preach? Man, she's preaching all the time about vitamins and all this stuff, you know, and I just ignore all of it. But, you know, when I start feeling a little rundown, okay, now where are those vitamins? <laughs> so, you know, you got to be smart. Amen. You got to be smart. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and take care of yourself. Because the Lord needs you, and I need you, and we all need you. Amen? Amen. And then when you go, hey, and we covered this a few months back, you don't have to die of something. <laughs> you don't have to die of something. You can just die of old age. And if you have a close enough walk with the Lord, you can just... Now, I'm not talking about being 45 and punking out, but... You know, my, my mother-in-law's almost 90, and she, she goes down to her dining room every morning, and she kneels and she prays, and every evening, and she kneels and she prays, and we're just waiting, because there's going to come a point, I told Sue, better be ready, because that woman, she's going she's gonna to pick her time and tell the Lord, I'm tired of this, and I'm ready to go. And that's the way to go. Amen. Just schedule your appointment. <laughs> you don't have to die of something. Tell your neighbor, you don't have to die of something. And, and stop talking about what your granny died of and your, your, your mammy and, you know, your, your aunt. And stop talking. Don't let any of that come out of your mouth. Say it out loud. I'm the healed of Almighty God from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Now, let's shift gears and let's look at the book of Revelation because the book of Revelation has got a lot to say about this. And we're in the last days. Revelation 2, 7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. To him who overcomes. Say it out loud, emphatically, to him who overcomes. Yeah. Not, to, not to little Mr. Scaredy Cat. Not to the guy hiding in, in the cave with his groceries waiting for the Antichrist. Not for the man believer and the man pleaser to him who overcomes. To him who overcomes. And by the way, John is quoting here. Who is John quoting? Who's talking here? Jesus. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Verse 11, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes will not be hurt at all by the second death. So your whole life, you've heard people talking about accepting Jesus. Your whole life, you've heard people talk about confessing Jesus. And, and there's truth in that. But wait a minute, what did Jesus say in Revelation 2:11? He who overcomes will not be hurt at all by the second death. Tell your neighbor, I better do some overcoming. Verse 17, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to him who receives it. Chapter 2, verse 26, to him who overcomes and does my will to the end, 
I will give authority over the nations to him who overcomes and does my will to the end. So you're not allowed to get six months out and roll over and play dead. You're not allowed to get six months from the end and, you know, knuckle under and uh, yield to the world. No, no. And there's two ways of looking at it. There really is. You know, when we, we first started heading into this, I, I had to, uh, man, I just had to brace my mind. I just had to, man, I just had to, you know, buck up. There's two ways of looking at this. And the way to look at it is, what a privilege. Do you remember the days, some of you may not, you may not have been hardwired like this, but do you remember the days when you'd go to the amusement park and, and you would wait an extra cycle for the roller coaster so you could get the front seats? Do you remember those days? Yeah. Anybody here but me do that? Yeah. yeah. In other words, you let the whole, you let the thing go because they, you could only get the fifth seat. I don't want the fifth seat. I want the first seat. And so you, you wait a whole extra cycle and you get the front seat. Well, that's what this is right here. You, you have got front seat tickets. This is it. Now, when I was a young man, you could have given me 1,000 choices, and I could not have seen, I couldn't have put it together, that all of this would come together over a, a, a medical deal. I mean, how, how is the Antichrist going to rise? And with what kind of technology are they going to keep you from buying and selling? I mean, right now in Nigeria, you cannot buy or sell. You can't even get money out of your bank account unless you submit. And Nigeria is chock full of Christians. The biggest churches in the world, Adaboya, Oyedipo. So is this going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And, uh, but I wouldn't have seen it. I wouldn't have seen it. And totalitarianism. What's going on in Australia? You know, I mean, every day, every day, every day videos. You know, some poor woman I saw yesterday who didn't have a mask on, and so the, their solution was to choke her. A, another woman, an old woman, an old woman didn't have her mask on, so they threw her to the ground and they sprayed her with mace. And now it's okay, though, because it's all for your health. Another guy, another guy, he was part of a protest. I saw the video, and... Uh, it's one thing to pistol whip somebody, but the, the guy was on the ground and that guy took his rifle and like did this with the rifle butt. You can kill a man doing that. So I always thought it would be over debt because wars have been fought over debt. I always thought there would be an economic collapse. That's my mind. That's my thinking, that it would be an economic collapse and that there would be wars over debt and then that would give rise to the Antichrist and his false prophet. I would never have seen this coming. But now, you know, when I was a young man, it was like, you know, I was concerned when I was a young man, if I, if I live to the end, it, will I be able to see the signs? Well, now it's the exact opposite because the signs are like, you know, neon lights in Times Square, and yet most of God's people don't see it. They don't see it. They don't see it. This is the end. 
Now, when I say the end, you understand both in the Old and New Testaments, this the, the language similar to this is in both the Old and New Testaments. A day with the Lord is, is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. In other words, the Lord doesn't measure time like I do. So when I say this is it, it could be a minute, it could be a year, it could be a decade. And to me, a decade is a long time, but to God, a decade is nothing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So this is going to play out. And that's why I love being a member of Faith Christian Center, because it doesn't matter how long it takes to play out. I know this. I win every moment of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year, until I hear those three words come up hither. So I'm not worried about a thing. Amen. Amen. I mean, think about it. In the year of the corona, the donated income of Faith Christian Center went up 52%. So obviously, we're not like suffering for Jesus here. Are you hearing me? So in other words, whatever they roll out, we win. Whatever agenda they roll out, we win. Whatever they got going on, we win. Whatever politician is in charge, we win. It doesn't matter because we win. And to win, all you really got to do is stay with the Word. Just don't get off the Word. Amen. Say it out loud. The Word. The Word. The Word. I'm going to stay with the Word. That's all you got to do. And, and not believe this false prophet, not believe that false prophet. It's unbelievable what's going on. It's unbelievable. It's just simple. Live for the Lord. Whole hog. That's a southern term. Everybody say whole hog. whole hog. Just live for the Lord. I mean, I'm talking about pedal to the metal, hair on fire, live for God. Amen? Amen? And then it doesn't matter what's going on. And we were warned. It's been in our Bibles the whole time. There will be terrible times in the last days. So there's no point in being shocked. Revelation 3, 5. Well, let's back up to 226. Revelation 226, to him overcomes and does my will to the end. That's where I left off. You got to stay with it. Chapter 3, verse 5. He who overcomes will like them be dressed in white. I will never blot out his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name before my father and his angels. He who overcomes. Chapter 3, verse 12, him who overcomes, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on him my new name. You know, Sue and I were talking the other day about missionary Bud Sickler. And, you know, he was this he was just different. You know, he didn't really care about his appearance so much. He, his feet bothered him, so he wore tennis shoes. And so, you know, it was just different. And, uh, but I told Sue, I said, he's dressed this morning. He dressed this morning. He's got a robe. It's got the name of God on the robe. It's got the name of the city of God on the robe. Hallelujah. 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 But this, this doesn't just happen to people who pray a prayer one time 
This is for overcomers. Chapter 3, verse 21, To him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I came and sat down with my father on his throne. You see how he's ramping up. Now let me ask you a question. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. So right here in the book of Revelation, eight times Jesus says to him who overcomes. So would you, would you say overcoming is maybe important or probably important? Or would you say overcoming is really important? It's really important. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne just as I came and sat down with my father on his throne. And chapter 21, verse 7, he who overcomes will inherit all this and I will be his God and he will be my son. So the promises are for the overcomers. That's why we emphasize overcoming. Listen to me. We know exactly what we're doing. We know exactly what we're doing. That's why sports is such an important part of St. Paul's. Listen, we know exactly what we're doing. Sports, they have to win. They have to lose. They have to know what it's like to win. They have to know what it's like to lose. And unlike the, the culture out here, we want them to not like losing. And then even on the refs, all of these years, I've heard students complain about the bad refs, and I tell them the same thing all the time. This is preparation for life, because you could have a bad police officer pull you over. You could have a bad judge. You could have, you could have a bad boss. You got to prepare yourself, because life is not always fair. Amen. Do you understand? Amen. So sporting events, I'm not talking about the way Americans do sporting events, you know, sit in the stands, eat 15 chili dogs and five uh, servings of nachos and gain 10 pounds. I'm talking about participation and learn how, what it's like. How does it feel to win? How does it feel to lose? Well, guess what? I did all that. And I'll tell you what, I like winning and I don't like losing at all. Say it out loud. Tell your neighbor, I like winning and I don't like losing at all. Tell the neighbor on the other side, I like winning, and I don't like losing at all. And I came to bring you good news at Faith Christian Center. I don't care if it's being a mom or being a dad or being a salesperson. I don't care what it is. You are empowered by God to go out here into this world Monday through Saturday and win and prevail and overcome. And like this testimony Sue read this morning, they may come against you with this agenda and they may come against you with another agenda and they may try and push you around and shove you you around and try and take your income away from you or whatever thing they got going on but you are connected to the living God through the Lord Jesus Christ and you are a believer in God and you are a believer in the word of God and God has already made you an overcomer in the Lord Jesus Christ and like the lady said in her testimony we play until we win We don't throw in the towel. We don't give up. We don't let the world push us around. We don't give in. We stand. The lady that wrote that testimony, little tiny petite little gal, I don't know how many times she came up to us in the fellowship atrium and she says, I'm standing, Pastor Gene, I'm standing. I'm standing, Pastor Gene, I'm standing. Amen. Amen. 
No, no, we're not wavering. We're standing. We're not equivocating. We're standing. We're not knuckling under. We're standing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You do realize, right, the one I'm preaching about? Oh, man, I could go to preaching. That's the God of Daniel. Hallelujah. That's the God of Moses. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me this morning? Hallelujah. I just read in the Isaiah the other night, that's the God of Hezekiah. Man, that, that Assyrian king, that Assyrian general, Isaiah, uh, Hezekiah's lying to you. Nobody has ever delivered any kingdom from the king of Assyria and all the bragging and all of that. And the Lord, the Lord sent Isaiah to Hezekiah, said, don't worry about it. Don't, 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 don't be concerned about it. And that night, God sent an angel of the Lord and killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers in one night. And they didn't have to lift a finger. They didn't have to go to war. They didn't even have to go outside. That's the one I'm preaching about this morning. Hallelujah. I'm preaching about the God of Daniel, the God of Moses, the God of Hezekiah. He is a deliverer. I said, put your faith in God. Put your faith in the Word of God, and God will deliver you. Hallelujah. Say it out loud. I shall. I shall. I shall overcome. Hallelujah. See, that's why, that's why the devil was messing me up with that stupid electronic stuff, because he didn't want this message to get to you. But I've learned to look not, ignore stuff, amen, and just stay with it. Praise God. What a word this morning. Amen. Revelation 21, 7, he who overcomes will inherit all of this. And I, oh, man, tell your neighbor, man, you think I'm rich now. Tell the neighbor on the other side, man, you think I'm blessed now. To him who overcomes, will in, he who overcomes will inherit all this, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Revelation 12, 11. So there's not eight references now, there's nine. They overcame him. Oh, my gosh. See, that's past tense now. And now, because it's Jesus talking past tense, that means he's talking about us. Tell your neighbor, he's talking about us. Tell the neighbor on the other side, actually, he's talking about you. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. So we are not afraid. And we overcome Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of the, our testimony. And our testimony is not somebody's theory. Our testimony is not somebody's opinion. Our testimony is not somebody's idea. Our testimony is the word of God. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters in the Lord, when you have something going on in your body, or you have something going on in your home, or you have something going on in your work, you can plead the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth over that situation, and you can speak the word of God over that situation and the devil's got to clear out and the devil's got to get out of the way and the devil's got to back up and the devil has got to flee because you have got the word of God in your mouth and you're pleading the blood of Jesus. Amen. Say it out loud. They overcome came him by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony. So that's how we overcome. 
Amen. Amen, man, I just made up my mind. Not be pushed around, not be pushed around, not be pushed around by anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's somebody here this morning and you thought you were healed, but you had whatever it was come back on you. Let me tell you a quick story and I'll quit. You know, I told the story here about two months back that in my right kneecap felt like somebody drove a rusty nail right through the kneecap. I mean, it was just awful. And I fooled around with it, and I thought, man, I got I to gotta deal with that. And so a few days went by, and then I went out the front door, and I just focused on that because I got a lot to pray about, and I don't like to focus on my body. And so I went out the front door, and my solution has come to this at this age of, at this time of my life. I just start dancing, and I start laughing. And I tell the Satan, you don't think you're going to put that off on me, do you? And so that's what I did, and I, I got rid of it. And so, but then here, a few, about two weeks back, you know, it starts coming back. Listen, if you think just because you want a victory that you're done, that you're finished, that you're never going to be bothered with something again, that the devil's going to leave you alone forever, well, you have been seeing too much of your drug dealer because he is a thief and he's a liar. And when he's not lying, he's stealing. And when he's not stealing, he's lying. And I thank God for Ken and Lynette Hagen being here a couple of weeks back. He did that message on the praise cure. And so I went out the front door again, and I was doing what I do, man. I laugh, and I'm praising God and telling Satan, you don't think you're going to put that off on me, do you? And, you know, and I got past it again. And then a few days later, I mean, here it comes again. And I thought, okay, I'm going to fix this. And so I just changed one day of prayer. Because I got my thing, I do my, my, I got my routine, and I just set that aside, and I spent the whole time praising the Lord. Amen. Amen. And I mean, I haven't been troubled with it since. Amen. 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 Yeah, but you know, you pastor, you could see a doctor about that. Yeah, but I ain't wearing a mask, so how am I going to do that? <laughs> see, you're going to have to believe God. In the days ahead, if the Lord tarries, you're going to have to believe God. You're going to have to believe God. You're going to have to believe God. We're going to have to learn how to believe God. Did you hear me? We're going to have to learn how to believe God. And you may as well learn, learn to believe God on non-fatal stuff. Don't be trying this stuff with fatal stuff. Try it out with not, prove it out with non-fatal stuff. Amen. And that, see, when you, can, when you can get rid of this pain or that problem or whatever in your body, then you have confidence. Hallelujah. And something else comes along, you just think, man, I'm just going to kick this in the britches and get this out of my life because I know how to do it. Amen. If somebody here has been, a, been troubled by the same thing coming back on you. And listen, don't open your mouth and say, well, I must not have gotten healed. No, no. You just stay with the Word of God because the prize goes to the overcomer. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again, and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400.
or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.